Welcome to the Mixing Babies and Business podcast, where parenthood meets professional development. We'll be covering all things business, flexible, and remote work with kids. I'm your host, Amy Lynch, and I'll be interviewing inspiring guests who've been showing up as their full selves as parents and blurring the lines between their personal and professional lives. Visit mixingbabiesandbusiness.com. I've had the pleasure of sharing interviews with you over the past few months from February through to May 2021. And I just wanted to go through a few of the episodes, some of the highlights, and what I've learned to date hosting a DIY podcast from home during a pandemic while having my kids around me most of the time. In this short mini episode, I'm going to recap the interviews from season two, and I'm going to go over my DIY podcast from home workflow that I've created to manage this podcast since I started interviewing guests in August. So give it a listen. It's under 15 minutes, and it's designed to help any parents who are thinking of either starting their own business, freelancing, doing flexible and remote work with kids, or exploring creating their own podcast. Let's get into it. So the first interview that I did was released in three episodes, numbers 16, 17, and 18, and it featured Sheena Brady, who's a parent and founder and CEO of Tease Tea, and the founder and co-owner of Founders Fund, and she's also on the Merchant Success Leadership Team at Shopify. So I interviewed Sheena, as well as Solange Tiashime. Solange is the president and CEO of Elevate International, co-founder of Nihilus Legacy, and UNICEF Canada Ambassador, Mrs. Canada International 2019, and Mrs. Canada World 2021. So I interviewed Sheena and Solange as part of a virtual event that I hosted for parents back in November, and I decided to use our conversation on the podcast so that you could gain a few insights from their experiences. The episode is titled Empowering Women and Girls Through Funding, Business, and Leadership Opportunities. And we talk about all things parenthood, building resilience in business, and showing up for yourself first. Definitely a great one to listen to across the three parts and the three episodes because we talk about pitching to people, accessing funding, creating things that you wish to see, creating a legacy, and how being vulnerable and showing up as themselves in professional environments has created trust. My second interview was with Devin Fiddler, a Cree parent from the Waterhand Lake First Nation in Saskatchewan. She is chief changemaker of She Native Goods Incorporated, a speaker, influencer, thought leader, and program developer in entrepreneurship, leadership, and skills development. You can find my conversation with Devin split into three parts, episodes 19, 20, and 21, and they're titled Entrepreneurship as a Pathway to Create an Impact for Indigenous Women and Girls. We talk about all things parenthood, adapting her business during the pandemic, and creating a social enterprise brand. I first met Devin when she was presenting as a workshop facilitator in Ottawa, and she had brought her baby, who I believe was under six months old at the time, and I was also attending the event with my newborn, who was just under three months old. I found it very inspiring to be at an event where the guest speaker had their baby on site and was using the pop-up childcare that the venue was providing. So we talk about the importance of on-site childcare at events, why virtual events are still difficult for parents, even though it may seem like they're more flexible and accessible, how her businesses have evolved during the pandemic. We also talk about the legacy that she is creating and the things that she wants her sons to learn through seeing her experience entrepreneurship as a woman and an Indigenous entrepreneur. 
My third interview was with Heather Payne, a parent and CEO of Juno College, formerly HackerU, founder of Ladies Learning Code, since rebranded to Canada Learning Code. She's one of Canada's top 100 most powerful women in the trendsetters and trailblazers category, as well as one of the Globe and Mail's top 12 Canadian innovators at work. You can find my conversation with Heather in episodes 22, 23, and 24, and they're titled Developing a Business Playbook as a New Parent and Founder While Disrupting the Higher Education Sector. We talk about all things parenthood, disrupting the education sector, and the need for affordable childcare. We talk about her company's growth and involvement over the years, how she has experienced planning more parent-friendly events through Ladies Learning Code, and dealing with naysayers when providing an innovative solution. My fourth interview was with Nathan Hall, a parent and CEO of award-winning video marketing agency Simple Story and founder and CEO of Culture Check, an anti-racism support center for the workforce. He's an Ottawa Business Journal 40 Under 40 award recipient and member of the Forbes Agency Council. You can find my conversation with Nathan in episodes 25, 26, and 27, where we talk about making difficult decisions as a leader, addressing racism in the workplace, and creating a better future for those coming up behind you. Nathan shared his experiences making difficult decisions over the years, addressing racial discrimination in the workplace, and appreciating where you are as a parent and entrepreneur. We focus on how he's adapted his business during the pandemic, how he started his second business, Culture Check, why Nathan believes companies are uniquely positioned to bridge gaps between understanding individual experiences of racism and making a difference in local communities, what he wishes someone would have told him before becoming a parent, and his drive to create a better future for those coming up behind him. And my fifth interview is with Steve Folland, a parent, video, and audio creator, and the founder of Being Freelance. Our conversation is split into three parts and takes place in episodes 28, 29, and 30, and is titled Being a Freelancer and a Parent, Treating Yourself as a Client, and the Importance of Not Going It Alone. We talk about our current workspaces, why it's not business as usual right now, and the importance of connecting with other freelancers who understand what you're doing. We talk about his specific experience with podcasting and video, producing the Being Freelance podcast with over 200 episodes now, working as a co-host on the Doing It for the Kids podcast with Frankie Tortora, and what he wishes someone would have told him prior to becoming a parent and freelancer. So please check out all of these interviews that have taken place over the past few months. They are designed to make you feel less alone at the moment and to give you a bit of insight into how other parents who are also business leaders and community leaders have been showing up as themselves in professional environments, doing their own thing, and advocating for change. This brings us to the end of season two. I've now created over 30 episodes on the Mixing Babies and Business podcast since I launched last November. My work was named one of Future of Good's top 100 recovery projects in Canada in 2020. If you'd like to vote for the work that I'm doing, I'll place a link in the show notes. But really what I've been doing throughout the past few years with planning parent-friendly professional events and creating resources has been designed to help you invest in yourself alongside your loved ones. I don't often tally up numbers and share them with people, but I feel like it's important to highlight what's been working, what's been difficult, and how I've been doing this from home. So I did publish a blog post recently and post on my social media about my DIY podcast workflow from home. I've largely recorded this in my home office, which is another room in our house. I have a USB microphone that was under $80 Canadian. 
I use free editing software in the form of Audacity. I use Buzzsprout to pay for monthly hosting, which is $12 US a month, which pushes it out to all of the podcast platforms. And I design my own graphics and share with my audience using free newsletter software like MailChimp, social media, and as much organic marketing as I can, which is what I've been doing since I began this journey. These mini episodes have featured 10 different guests since I launched the podcast in November, and it's a big deal for me because it means that this has been 30 opportunities for a person to be influenced, inspired, or have their ideas challenged. It's 30 different blocks of time a parent like you can take to tune in and do something for themselves while still looking after your kids. It's 30 times that someone can lend me their ear, get to know me better, and understand my why a bit better while we connect virtually. It's been 30 ways to make it possible for me to recreate the intimate conversations which would normally take place during the face-to-face events within the restrictions of the pandemic we're all living through. I've spoken with 10 different individuals for you to virtually meet and get to know better, who are all business and community leaders, as well as parents. We've talked about 10 unique topics personalized to each guest, their experience, challenges, and successes as an entrepreneur and parent. This has provided 10 opportunities for me to have a conversation with another person who made me feel a little bit less alone during these times. We usually had a laugh, sometimes a cry, that was mostly me, And I always left feeling fired up to share their personal stories with you. But it didn't come without its fair share of tech wobbles, glitches, fails, and lots of learning on the fly. It's all been worth it so far as I've been feeling more connected, inspired, and moved to keep creating during these times. So for those of you who are thinking of starting a podcast or wondering what goes into it, I do have my workflow as a blog post. I've shared it on social media, but if you want to send me an email, I've linked to my email address in the show notes. I'm currently presenting some workshops and webinars on this topic, and I'd love to help you explore your own version of a DIY podcast if that's something that you're interested in. If you've enjoyed the podcast so far, please leave a review on iTunes if you can. It helps other parents find the podcast. Thank you once again for listening and for tuning into these interviews and following along on my journey over the past year for the Mixing Babies and Business podcast. I'm always welcome to feedback. Please feel free to get in touch. For now, I'll be taking a break over the summer months and plan to be back with season three, date to be confirmed as I schedule future interviews. So stay safe, everyone. Stay well. Thanks for listening. And as always, you can find more parent-friendly professional development on my website at mixingbabiesandbusiness.com. Thanks for listening.